It, it we yeah, we we can have a little a little preamble. I was gonna do a, like we've got the channels going. There's like lights. uh, because I did that like reference to the song in the intro last time. Sure, Should I don't remember because it, it was a long time. That was a long ago. fucking time ago. Um, I didn't listen to it because it's not up yet. Yeah, fuck it. We'll just so. we'll just uh. She's up all night for good fun. I'm up all night writing notes about this song. That's hey, right. That's Today we're intro. talking about Get Lucky, the song by Daft Punk. This is Cover Me. I'm your host, Jake. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Alex Mildenberger. That's right. And we are up back in the studio. Now, for our listeners, it's going to seem like we never left. But it's actually been about four months since our last recording. It's been recording. a very long time for us. Yeah. Things have been going on. Things have been happening. Not like exciting things, really, in, in terms of what anyone listening would I mean, would yeah, I've been selling hot about, dogs and stopped selling hot dogs. Things. You've been engineering, and you can't talk about that too much because you don't want to leak company secrets. Yeah, it's probably not that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm probably not that likely to do it, but that, <laughs> it that is weird. a risk, yeah. That is a risk. Um, I was going to say, on our last episode, we talked about the Boys of Summer. Now, I came up with a theory when I was uh, out there in the world, you know, out there selling hot dogs. A lot of time to just think about dumb shit. Slinging weenies. The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. The Boys of Summer. Boys of Summer. Are they the same boys? Uh, they're both about boys. Um, Let me hit you with this line. Won't be long till summer comes. Now that the boys are here again. I mean, I, I guess it's the same idea, potentially. Of, of like this, this sort of temporary uh, boys that are <laughs> that are, are four horsemen of the apocalypse around. They, they they ride in for the summer and then they're and then they're gone. Uh, and of course, Don Henley wants to separate himself from from the boys. Right. And uh, yeah, that's really all I've got for that. Like, they, there's some good thematic because like the boys are back in town. It's all about like being rowdy and young and like having a good time. They're this big good time crew, right? Yes, because they they're a good they're time. Down at Dino's. Down at, at, at Dino's. And some, sometimes, uh, fuck, what is the line? If that chick don't want to know, forget her. Why was she mad again? Um, She's, every night she'd be on the this floor shaking what she got. She was cool. She was red hot. She was steaming. steaming. That time over at Johnny's place. She got up and she slept she's Johnny's, Johnny's face. Man, the, we just they, fell I don't think the they place. tell us. I don't think they tell us why. <laughs> why? But yeah, that's their kind of rowdy fun. Some lady slaps their friend, and they're all like, <laughs> "So." And then Don Henley. Don Henley's like, "That ain't me." Yeah, he's just like, "I'm trying to be past this, you know." Maybe I'm it's like, just this concept of the boys as as sort of abstract yeah. concept, and uh, and maybe that has some sort of over overarching overarching i i never remember which is the right one um a thematic thing going on where we're just talking about the boys and what the boys is is Mm -hmm. is its own thing and it just so happens we are touching on that in both songs so you're saying it's purely coincidental uh i'm just saying that the boys are the boys and the boys will be the boys and that they're the boys the boys fair enough um yeah that's just a note i wanted to bring up Tell us if you think the boys are the boys with hashtag the boys are the boys. And if you think the boys are sometimes not the boys, um, don't talk to me. <laughs> or just hashtag the boys are not the boys. Same hashtag, but like but negate it somehow in your yeah. message. Engage. Just hashtag not my boys. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a wild summer of listening to covers. Not like... Because I wanted to, but because I was at a lot of carnivals and shit, and there's people playing covers at those. You were slinging weenies. I was a lot slinging of weenies. 
Uh, noteworthy ones is, I think, what was it like Three Doors Down or something? Didn't they play at Stampede? Or somebody did. I can't remember who now. See, for you, I'm sure it all just melts together, but for me, I never knew. Yeah, so yeah, they played. Uh, they did a cover of Maps by the Yeah Yeah Yeah. Okay, though. all right. And I was like, that's, this is actually pretty good. Our Lady fun. Peace, I think it was. I think that's who was there. I yeah, don't I don't, I don't remember the the where. Yeah, I don't remember. But we're not here to talk right. about that. We're not here to talk about the Calgary Stampede, no. where we're from. Famous Calgary Stampede thing. Oh, quick shout out to Emily, our only like actual listener. What's up, Emily? I think you're in North Battleford now. That's the place. That's the place. Hope you're doing well, because um, we are not. We're fucking up pretty hard here. No, we're doing okay. Hey, right. we can cut so much of this. I'm going to chop the shit out of this thing. Oh, man, I can't <laughs> wait. Cut to it hear. down to a solid five minutes where it's just like, get lucky. Some ones are good. Some ones aren't. <laughs> Thank you. And outro music. We don't have outro music. No, or intro music. Hmm. But I think... Maybe we don't need it. Maybe we do. I don't know. I think we at least need a sting. We're going to... There's a lot of things to figure out. <laughs> yeah, we're still working on it, and that's good. All right, so let's talk about DAP. Like the legend of the phoenix. All ends with beginnings. Punk, Getting to the all. point. Are you a big Daft Punk fan? I, I uh, no, I wouldn't say so. I don't really listen to a ton of Daft Punk. Daft, is that how it's actually pronounced? No, I okay. just like say it that way sometimes because because they're French. They're French. No, it's probably because <laughs> of um, um, Flight of the Concords. Oh, that like one episode where they say we want to look like, except that's not their accent. But <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. For some reason, that's how it's it's it. It exists look, in look my mind. Punk. <laughs> don't you look like Daft Punk? I don't know. That's not it either. That's not I, it. I uh, it's been such a long time, but that's how how it exists in my in my mind. And it's like Daft Punk. Yeah. So this song came out in 2013. Get lucky. It features Pharrell Williams. It's Pharrell, right? Not Pharrell. I believe it is Pharrell. Yeah. He, okay. he won a lot of awards around that time. Yeah. This one. This whole song won a lot of awards actually. Um. And Nile Rodgers from who's the guitarist from the band. Chic. Yeah, chic, I don't chic. know. I'm, I assume it's Chic. Chic. Um, I don't know. Um, although I hadn't not familiar with him, but looking, you know, in, in my limited research, looking up for this, uh, he seemed very interesting and like the kind of person I might want to look into a little bit more. Oh well, yeah, he's, he's been around for uh, a number of years and uh, sounds like he's had his hands in a lot of. Oh yeah, because he's a guitarist. He's metaphor a producer. Pies. Like yeah, he's he's all up in the scene. Um, yeah, this one came out 2013, which is weird because I always seem to remember it in my mind. It's like a high school, high school, which, which uh, for those of you who don't know, that was a few years after we, we, we yeah, a couple years after graduated. Um, that's weird. Another weird thing is one of the covers, at least according to Google is listed as having been done in 2012. Well, that's difficult. Yeah. Unless it's like they stole the song somehow. With uh, here a comes Lulu the night situation. Oh, where yeah. where the original song? Because the song was, was recorded, recorded in 2012, and then someone else did a cover before it was released yeah, or something. But that doesn't seem right, does it? I don't know anything about that happening. I didn't hear that. Yeah. So I'm gonna. I'm what gonna was that, that version? That's a San Cisco's version. Okay. Um, let me look up what I wrote down for that real quick here, but oh, right here, I see 2013, but I, that was from, 
I don't remember. That's yes. probably more correct, though. Um, we'll get to that. I think I remember. There were a few weird things about that one that I'll bring yeah. up when we talk about it. That's one of the versions we're going to talk about. That's actually probably the probably the third one we'll talk about, if we're counting the 10-minute remix as a its own version. Sure, sure. Um, so, yeah, French band. French duo, I guess. Are they a band? Hang on. It says best pop duo slash group performance at the 56th annual Grammy sure. Awards. Well, they're, they're definitely they're a, a duo. duo. Yeah. I don't... Not having been ever big, uh, big uh, electronic <clears throat> music uh, uh, person who follows that, uh, I know my sister who is always if if we say band or if my dad, it's usually my dad, says like she's going to a festival, she's like, oh, what bands are playing? She'll look at him like, uh, dad, there's no bands playing. <laughs> That's so pretentious. And le- I know. <laughs> so like, it's, it's producers or DJs or whatever. I don't know. I don't know the producers. words. I don't know the words. Unless it's the producers. <laughs> Can you imagine so, being like, oh yeah, some great producers on the stage tonight? Well, yeah, that my sister suits. would say that say that kind of stuff all the time. At, at the so very that is least, really I'd call them performers. Maybe even that might I mean, be what they it. are. I mean, they're performing. Though, they are right? performing. Um, so I, I don't know what the term is, but I, yeah, I don't. But yeah, so they're Fucking a duo. Duties. They're two guys, two guys, French guys. They wear um, yeah, that's top helmets. Fuck. Let's let's fuck these names up right now. We got Thomas Bangalte, Bangalte. I don't know. French is and uh, Guy Manuel de Roman Cristo. Difficult. Well, that's Guy Manuel de Homem Cristo. Cristo. Nope, that's not how you say that last name, but that's fine. Yeah, so those guys—that's Daft Punk. We should do more uh, non-English names to because this has been fun. This has been uh, <laughs> delightful. Everybody is thankfully still listening. Or, or yeah. Um, what did I want to say about these guys? They're sort of one of the last like bands or groups, performers, duos, duos, who it has a sort of role in like the monoculture. So like culture that everybody knows cuz I feel like everybody knows Daft Punk, right? Sure. And everybody sure. listens to Daft Punk. I know Punk we're songs. talking to the, we're talking about them now like this group called Daft Punk Is like they Have you heard of them? They they do music, I guess, but like we we've heard of Daft yeah, Punk. Of course we know who Daft Punk. Daft Punk. <laughs> <laughs> so it's yeah, it's interesting to see sort of who comes to cover this song because with a lot of the songs we've done in the past it's like this rock song is covered primarily by people who play rock music yeah this one is quite uh intergenre yeah this one goes all over the map so the song itself is very like although it was like a big pop hit yeah so i don't know exactly pop that, it that almost has it. no real genre right i just mean you, i know it's weird i just mean like as a popular song yeah uh versus pop as a genre which i don't fully understand either but yeah. uh, maybe i will one day um but so yeah this was an award-winning song it won record of the year best pop duo slash group performance and uh yeah at that at that grammy awards they actually performed this with stevie wonder as well as rogers so now i want to see that yeah, I guess I should have. Was he playing that the up. electric piano? How did I not see that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. That but, sounds cool. So the song itself, the original version, has a very like disco <clears throat> feel to it. That is what the internet told me. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like even the bass line is kind of that. And that's disco thing. Yeah, that's uh, like root octave essentially. If you just do that, 
Okay. Okay. And, like it's obviously, funky. it's more complex than that. I don't know if yeah. So I have like, written down here. It's a funky bass. That's what I was gonna say though. Is uh, like disco and funk have I guess more in common than I initially thought. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think that that makes sense to me. Yeah, it, it makes, makes sense. sense. I just never have thought to never thought of it. Put those two like beside each other. All right. Um. Yeah. Apparently, a lot of that like they had a demo and they sent it to Nile Rogers and he was all like sure i'll do some guitar on this and then they basically reworked all the instruments to work around his guitar piece oh that's his like okay it's exactly that noise it's that it's that it's that one it's a little i'm sure there's a name for it but i don't know guitar that well and so it's it's weird how people got together on this one uh pharrell williams was quoted as saying he first heard about this project from daft punk at a madonna party that I don't know quotes. if that's a party at Madonna's house. Party with Madonna like, performing? Like a, a themed Madonna party? <laughs> like, is that just a, a casual affair in Hollywood? It's, it's like, oh, yeah. it's a Madonna party. I'm going to Madonna do. party. It's, is that a You coming to the Madonna party tomorrow? Party, like, like, no, I'm not going to make it. Maybe next week. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Who's having a Madonna party this time? <laughs> I wish i knew i wish i did i wish i knew well I that's do. gonna be an, our next project is define <laughs> we we want another is. podcast to define what a madonna <laughs> party, party is. is really yeah and, and yeah if you guys have photos of yourselves at madonna parties shout out to me on twitter i guess i should have mentioned that with the first hashtag i'd shake the cressy that's j-a-k-e-t-h-e-c-r-e-s-s-y holler at me give me some questions and shit because we want to do question bag se- segments and other things but i need to actually have an audience we also do. listen to this podcast <laughs> we don't need to tell you that <laughs> it's your friends to listen to it so let's talk about the lyrics on this let's do there's, one there's, there's not, not like there's not a ton of lyrics it's kind of two sort of almost poemy bits yeah so yeah you have two and then actual verses a lot of you know being up all night to get lucky get mm-hmm. some you know some lucky we're up all night to get lucky etc so I like how they have both Daft Punk, I believe Daft Punk themselves and Williams, Pharrell Williams, have gone on record saying that the song is not about sex. My my read or my thing that I took, and it mm-hmm. was an indirect quote, yeah. or it was not a direct quote, so was that it was not just about, just about sex. sex. Yeah. So, so yeah, I have here written here lyrics about good fortune, which and sexual connectivity. Sure, and like relating with other people and or like the forming specifically the creation of, or or forming those two words um of like new relationships meeting new people mm-hmm. i believe i guess and you kind of have to dig in this song to find meaning because there is so little yeah, there's not a lot although i mean it does start talking about like a phoenix. Yeah. So it's very, which I think a phoenix is probably fairly strong imagery in terms of like new beginnings. Yeah. And or something new rising from, not necessarily, uh, I mean, I obviously it rises from the ashes, but not necessarily from something destruction that that was destroyed or but something that ended that ended and i guess like in this when you're up all night presumably you were at a party right that i believe is the implication so i guess the part like maybe the end of the party brought life to this new 
Oh yeah, totally. That uh, also makes sense. And, and by also, I mean the, I just the only other thing I have for like connectivity on this is it starts out the first time it says she's up all mm-hmm. night till the sun. I'm up all night to get some. She's up all night for good fun. I'm up all night to get lucky. But then the second time it switches to we're up all night. So they they become together. Whereas first they were at opposing, not exactly opposing goals. Sure. But they were doing different. But they were things. they were separate. They were separate. They were presented separately, and then they became the then they became the we. They became a single. Mm-hmm. And this actually adds to my favorite interpretation of Word. the song, which is that they're looking for a dog. So she's up all night. <laughs> and the, the dog is named Lucky. Yeah. <laughs> and so she's up all night to the sun she was not originally part of his a dog hunting party she was just sure. probably out from she a was party. just looking for she wanted good fun and he's all up, up all night to get some get some dogs <laughs> and <laughs> okay maybe that line doesn't help but he's up all night for a different purpose than her <laughs> and then she's up all night for good fun we know that he's not he's actually up all night to get lucky to get lucky the escaped the escaped dog, dog. <laughs> and then she joins him in his cause, and then they're all up. They're, we're up all night till to the get sun. Up all night to get to lucky. Get and also all to night have to good get funny. Up all night lucky. to get lucky. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. So that's all my right. fun interpretation. Um, I don't have a fun interpretation, that's unfortunately. Um, lucky Charms. Hey, cereal. Hey. Nope. Don't have it. Nope. It's <laughs> a good <laughs> shot. Um, yeah. That's pretty much all I have to say about the... The original version. It's six minutes long. Yeah, it's it's fairly long. Do. Um, I definitely noticed uh one thing for me that maybe is normally structurally in this kind of song. It's not the kind of song I normally listen to day to day, um, or at least not one that I traditionally did. But it it's very front loaded in terms of the uh, lyrics because both the verses are over by the halfway mark. And mm-hmm. then the second half of the song, like it's all music stuff. It's a lot of the uh, repetition on the on the chorus. Yeah. I'm trying to remember now if they uh revisit the bridge in the second half. I don't remember that we've come too far. Oh, to yeah, give up. I I imagine they do. No, they do because yeah. because in the second half there's like this whole I I guess uh, counterpoint. I think it's counterpoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, section where they're playing the bridge and the the chorus. Um, and when I say the bridge, I'm talking about, yeah, we've come too far to right. give up who we are. So let's raise the bar, raise and, the our bar and our cups to, to the, the stars. stars. Um, that part playing over the we're up all night to get lucky right. chorus. And they're happening yeah. at the same time. And, and, and Daft Punk has their vocoders going. Mm-hmm. And I believe those are both played over one another. So that happens in the second half. Um, but yes, the first half is very much like they do the verses. It's like... Mm-hmm. Verse, bridge, chorus, verse, bridge, chorus, and then the second half is 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 uh, less wordy. Yeah. But they still kind of have different sections and and they keep it interesting by, yeah, by changing the lyrics up what and doing. the vocals almost cease to be like traditionally what they are lyrics and vocals where they just almost become another instrument, right? Yeah. Absolutely. If like I don't know if he sung it's in a different very way, it would be like maybe too aggressive. Like I wouldn't. I would be like, oh, this is very repetitive and like mm-hmm. it's just up in my face, but it blends in with the instrumentals and builds this sort of just like scenario where you can pull apart just the different vocal parts and throw them together at different times and put them on top of each yeah, other. Yeah, sort of diff- different combinations other, of which you see a lot more in the ten minute version. The parts. Um, which we might as well talk about now. 
So the 10 minute version is sure. a remix by Daft Punk. And it's just basically it's basically the same song but with more instrumentals. It's extended. And there's a few things they do in the remix like mm-hmm. uh they start on like they'll they'll start on the first line of the of the verse but yeah. then do a little bit uh have a little synth do yeah, a little like a heavy i guess i mean it's it's fairly dancey lines. song for yeah. i mean like you were saying disco like there's a lot of time to dance mm-hmm. uh and you don't have to think about new beginnings and phoenix is rising from the ashes <laughs> exactly um and then yeah there's more there's a new synth part at the beginning in the remix so that's mm-hmm. pretty cool and uh and then they start in with the verse that, yeah. Then yeah. they come back in on the first line of the verse and then do the rest of the verse. And then it's very similar to the original where they play the verse bridge chorus. Yeah. But there's more they they bring the the Daft Punk vocoder vocal yeah. section in earlier. A lot of and they do a thing where Pharrell's sentence gets finished by the vocoder saying Yeah. Rocky. Going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Kind of have that Maybe not quite call and response, but it's definitely... <laughs> yeah, it's like in that sort of vein. And, uh, yeah, and then and then back into that, and then go into the second verse. Mm-hmm. Very similar, very normal, very basically just the original Yeah. at that point. And then, of course, this one is quite a bit longer, so it has that counterpoint again. And then there's a lot of that repetition. Oh, yeah. Again, and it's... more dance time. Yeah. I, I didn't pay a lot of attention to all the specific instrumentation. I don't yeah. know if I would even necessarily be able to pick all that out and remember like, oh, remember this part was a little it. different, yeah. and now they have the guitar, this, here, and there. This is a new synth bit. Yeah, or like, oh, the drums are... Well, the drums don't change a whole mm-hmm. lot. Um, but I think it, it, that in that sense, it is rewarding to just kind of throw it on in the background, and you will probably, like, over time, notice bits and pieces. Yeah, I think there's... there's a, I, I, I suspect... There's a fair amount there to actually. Yeah, like I, I get I on repeat listening. Piano more in this track than mm-hmm. I did in the six-minute version. Um, like like the vocoder, I think, takes a stronger role in this as well. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, so they what the what Daft more. Punk has said about this version is that it's less of a remix and more like an extended mix, which they I guess you see a lot of in 1970s and 80s songs. Sure. Where it's just like essentially just more of the song. I mean. Is that like as a radio edit? Because I can think of a couple examples. Yeah. Like, for me, I remember the first time I heard the full version of Bad Out of Hell, I was like, what's this? There's like a whole other part of this song. Yeah. It's completely different. And like, it's a very, very uh, long piano intro that is not, or was not in the version I heard. Thanks. Um, shitty internet piracy. Uh, <laughs> wire shout out. <laughs> and, and then, of course... Um, the other big example uh, that from you know our lives i guess because i think you mm-hmm. probably remember this as well um heroes david bowie's yeah. heroes because um story time not a long story there was one time where someone was singing that song and they started where the radio edit starts and i was like isn't there like another couple minutes of that song because i'd never heard the radio edit yeah and he was like no that's where the song starts what are you talking about so anyway <laughs> that was <laughs> So yes, that those are some examples. I don't yeah. know. Do you think that is what they're referring to? I think kind of, because uh, it's essentially yeah, it's like an opposite of a radio edit. Yeah, I guess so. Instead of cutting it down, they're yeah. remixing it to make it longer. Yeah. 
And okay. I mean, I guess like it was even at six minutes, I'm actually surprised that it like because I it gets airplay, like on radio. Yeah, yeah. That's a is that is a I, big, I, hefty I chunk of do time. they play the full six minutes? I guess I don't know. They might as but well. I assume they would. They, I'm, I'm sure. I mean, it's the radio, so I'm sure they cut off the last bit at least. Interestingly, <laughs> uh, I'm just looking at my notes here, and uh, sure. this song actually broke a record for the highest number of plays of any song in a single day on Spotify. Well, we're helping that right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to get another spike after this episode. And when would uh, that have been? Because like, I'm trying to remember when Spotify even, like, did it say uh, the date? I think, I think it would have been 2013, like the date Spotify, dropped. I guess so Spotify would have been, been around in 2013. I just, yeah. I didn't have it yet. Yeah, I know. I wasn't quite up on the streaming in 2013. Oh. Yeah, what the fuck? I was still using an iPod. But I mean, like, I actually heard this song a fair amount. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Yeah, like could recognize it. Two thousand six. Huh? Shit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy, actually. Um. Cool. I I remember like hearing this and you know on the radio a lot. Yeah. And. uh, Yeah, very popular track. Like my sister liked it. My 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 siblings are both really into it. My Mm -hmm. my sister, who I mentioned, is really likes electronic music, and my brother is a big fan of. Daft Punk, at least sometimes. Okay. I think he is. I mean, like, I'm not crazy about this song. I think it is good. Like, I actually appreciate it more having come to it now, but I think there are better Daft Punk yeah. songs. I've never really gotten into Daft Punk mm-hmm. myself, so I uh, I couldn't say. But I know my brother... Uh, I, I'll have to ask my brother, see what he likes. See if yeah. we can get him to tweet at us. Tweet at us, Jeremy. Tell us... Tell us Burger, shout out... <laughs> Also subscribe. Subscribe and <laughs> I get told that this is available by me. Maybe. Yeah. Fuckers. Um, but yeah, I don't remember where I was going with that. Anyway, hey Jeremy. What's up, uh, Jeremy? What's up? Um, speaking of Jeremy, who existed in the year 2013, so does this cover that we're going to talk about next. Oh, how's that? Segway. <laughs> what's up? What's up for the next one? This is San Cisco. San Cisco, right? The first maybe one, yeah, and these are the some Australian guys. With uh, are they Australian? That's what the internet told okay, me. Okay, good. Um, no, some research. It, on yeah, it's a 2013 for, for what I read, they it was like on some radio station or something, yeah, so okay. they like covered it for the radio. Yeah. Now the weird thing was, if you look at the the single release date on Spotify, it's 2017. Okay. So that can't be right. No. <laughs> um, Interesting. Or or at least what I saw was 2017. Maybe I read it wrong, but anyway. So yeah, this version this opens version. up with some like doesn't change bongs. it a lot. Bongos, yeah, bongos. Which I would only be confident saying that because I had I actually had to look it up. Oh, okay. there's another one that I'm gonna say. There's some like bongo thing. I don't know, <laughs> but we'll get to that later. Yeah, um, this one it basically like kind of plays it close to the original. You're right, and that it's very like yeah, disco it's pretty similar. Funk, um, but the drum, the bongo drums, I thought were very cool. It's the bongo drums sounded cool. It's um, and this isn't relevant. It's not going to seem relevant yet, but it's it's close close to the original in that like still funky and dancey, mm-hmm. um, which a lot of the early ones uh, weren't actually. Yeah, a lot of them go like completely jump off course from that. But uh, 
More on that later. Yeah. So yeah, it it the it ends up sounding pretty similar to the original. But I think the bass line is different. Is that something? Yes. Like? Yeah. It definitely is. Okay. And it's also a little more uh, forward in the track on this. Like you can, it you comes in a lot oh, clearer. Oh, there's more. Yeah. Okay. There's more. More prominent. More prominent. Okay. Um. Yeah, and I like the drums on this one. Uh, the vocals kind of blend in as well with the music. They're not until they do a breakdown. Here's the weird mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. This is the only one that changes or adds lyrics. It added another verse. But that verse is not written by San Cisco. The verse comes from a song by N.E.R.D. called Hypnotize You. Right, which is a, a band yeah. fronted by Pharrell Williams, ah, I believe. Oh, fuck. That's what the internet told me. God, you did the right research. I, I did a little bit of research. Up. So, yeah. I didn't listen to the in. song, though. No, me neither. <laughs> hypnotize. Uh. Yeah, so it adds in the lines, just close your eyes, let me hypnotize you. I can make your storm feel sky blue. Girl, when you're lost, you know I'll find you. If I'm not beside you, I'm behind you. Mm. That last line, a little threatening. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Maybe supportive. It's all about perspective. Fair enough. So, uh, like this one's this one's fun. Yeah, it does some cool like Pretty, there's a got guitar a, got bridge a few and additions. things in there. It's neat. Yeah, structurally pretty similar, other than they throw that third verse in there mm-hmm. and uh, no vocoders. Yeah, no vocoders, and it's got a bit of a like I guess the, just the drums make me think of that, but like a cabana kind of feel. Yeah. The uh, Pharrell Williams talks about, I'll bring this up in another one. He remarks that the music evoked the sense of being on an exotic island during a peachy colored sunrise. Of this cover specifically? No, of this song in general. The song. Oh, okay. But they just added to that. I disagree with for the original. Yeah, I don't don't feel that. I don't feel that. Uh, I'm glad that. Uh, you know, he has a very specific <laughs> idea of what he wants to evoke, but I've always thought of it more of like a neon nighttime city. Yeah, type me too. Club thing, but and uh, yeah, so that's San Cisco's version. Kind of brings more of that into it. We'll talk about because no- of the bongo that has like the the instruments. I think really bring up that kind of vibe. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Whoa. I forgot to talk about this, though. Did you watch the music video for... I didn't watch any music videos this okay, time. Okay, there was just one. It's not, like, very Is it just for the original? Yeah, it's just them playing music. So it's Pharrell Williams, uh, the fucking Nile Rodgers, and the two dudes from Daft Punk. They're all wearing, like, suits that look like they're made of disco balls, basically. And they've got all got clear see-through instruments. That's cool. Yeah, so it's neat. Like, visually cool, but it's just them playing the song okay so it's not it's not like not a, super interesting not a super interesting video or dynamic it's it's neither like shitty enough to rip on nor is it i think exciting enough to lay praise on and again daft punk i think has had interesting music videos in the past like they have that their one for one more time is like some space anime band like they do weird and interesting things I think okay this one's this is pretty straightforward pretty straightforward but worth mentioning all right all right so let us know if the cinematography in this in this music video actually invokes some very interesting emotions because I I don't know anything about that. <laughs> yeah, if you guys think it's an incredible music video, you know, tell How's us. How's the lighting? Is it's it good? Well lit. <laughs> Is it great? Is it too green? I don't know. I haven't seen it. No. It's not too green. I can confirm that for okay. you. Okay. Now, 
Uh, maybe a different color. I'm, I'm gonna, do we have anything else to say about San Francisco? No, I'm uh, I'm mostly We're just good. just yeah, uh, I saying feel words like it's here. A very similar version. Yeah, there's not a, a ton to say. Other than that, like it's a bit shorter. They they cut some stuff out. Yeah, that's right. This this like most of the covers are about three minutes. Yeah, compared to the six minute original. So yeah. from this one, we're gonna jump into Hailstorm. Hailstorm. This one was. This one was cool. This one this is one was very fun. cool. I'm not even like a more rock and roll guy. Not mm-hmm. huge like metal specifically, but it was a good time. It was this one's only three minutes long, mm-hmm. so this is about half the length of the original. Um, and I was just, I guess now that we're moving into other genres, this song seems to translate very well between genres, or like there's just. I don't know. Yeah, I guess you just have that chord progression. I mean, you just have the chord progression. It still sounds more or less like I, I can't mm-hmm. explain it necessarily. And it's like, because instrumentally, they don't really play like a lot of the notes. It's not like you could go, oh, that's the exact bass line from that. I feel like this version is a lot simple right. on instruments. But it's, it's a, like it's, the yeah. vocals really stand out. Yeah, which is I like. Yes. I think the complete opposite of the original track, where the instruments okay. are kind of the forefront, and the vocals are just part of that. Yeah, it's definitely. Here I like I wrote down big. her name. It's Lizzie Hale, but Lizzie is not spelt with an I. It's just L Z Z Y Hale. Okay. And yeah, she knocks this one out of the park. Yeah, she uh, she goes ham. Yeah, on it's this intense, and like there is and, still uh, a little bit of like. Like noodling on the guitar, like it adds a little something on the second verse and stuff. But yes, it's and very much a song for the vocals. There's some good arpeggios. Mm-hmm. That's what I wrote down. There, and there is a guitar solo in this. There is. We have an actual guitar solo. I, at the end of the first one, I thought there was going to be a solo. It's not really a solo. It's more just like the synth plays a little riff. I don't think mm-hmm. it's technically a solo. Yeah, I think it's a bridge. Um, but just like right at the end. Oh, yeah, is it kind yeah. of a bridge? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I'm not going to tell you you're wrong because I don't know. Um, but you're wrong. I just, um, uh, whenever it's like not a solo, no, but I it's a different I part, no I idea. just call it a bridge. Yeah. And it very well maybe. I don't. We should have another podcast where we discuss we the definition of the word bridge in all Honestly, contexts. We do a bonus segment where we just pick like a music word and discuss <laughs> and, it. And, and learn about what it means. Yeah. That would be actually cool. Um, there is a guitar solo. Uh, but uh, the other thing about this one, I mean, it's faster. Mm-hmm. You know, it's metal. Yeah. It's faster. It is, like I said, um, about half as long. And and they still get the verses done really in the first half. Mm-hmm. And then in the second half, their sort of interest remains from, I guess, the solo. Mm-hmm. And then they sing the first verse again, I think. Yeah, they do kind of like, yeah. a, I would call it a breakdown where it's like the instruments kind of quieter at that moment and then she does the first verse again yes yeah yes that's how it goes after the guitar solo Mm -hmm. then they break that shit down to arpeggios Mm -hmm. that's why i was talking about arpeggios all right hell yeah yeah arpeggios are a pretty classic metal technique i think probably a lot of use of that probably um but yeah this one actually like very good decision she shouts up all night to get yeah up all night to get lucky yeah hell yeah it's yeah, I think cutting I think the cutting it to three minutes, which a lot of people do, is a very smart decision. Because yeah. otherwise, like a version like this still would get repetitive if it was six minutes long. 
Yeah, I mean, you can always throw in more guitar solos, but those true, can't yeah. always hold attention. Only exactly. sometimes. I, I don't know. Self indulgent. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's as accepted anymore. Mm hmm. Uh, you have like six different solos. Yeah. <laughs> but that's always fun. Speaking of a song that has basically no solos. No solos. And no, like, barely any people. I, I think it's just a sample on this one. We're going to talk nope. about Naughty Boy and I want to say Tanika. It might be Naughty Tanika. Boy. This is a 2013 version as well. Right. Sort of like a dark, like, I don't know if it's a, a like a too dark, like Riverdale sort of cover where it's unnecessarily mm. emo. I didn't pick or up on that. If it's it's definitely like slower. A, it's yeah. still kind of dancey though. Yeah. So it's just slower dance. Mm hmm. Um, and. It seems to be a, like a xylophone in the back. Oh, I missed the xylophone. This was the last one I did, so I was fading. Yeah, it kind of, and it's not that exciting of a version, I don't think. No, it's still a little dancey. Like, you, yeah, I agree. It is It is a little darker, and it's kind of got a little bit of intrigue, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah, she's got that kind of Because like of that, new vocals, this Tanika, Tanika, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I didn't look up her, I don't think. No, neither. Uh, I should have. Naughty boy, I probably um, should have. <laughs> Uh, he's an English DJ. This was oh, his debut okay. release. So he's like a DJ Sammy kind of guy. I think he's the DJ Sammy kind of guy. Is he the DJ Sammy of our generation? And he's like DJ Sammy, but no. I don't have anything for that joke. Oh, okay. Um, I appreciate the effort. And this one has got like, I assume they're synth pads, but like strings come in. Yeah. There is, I yeah, assume briefly. they're synthesized, but... Yeah, a few people actually I'm not an expert. go to like a, a string section on, yes. on their versions. Absolutely. One That's isn't entirely a string section. Yeah. And uh and yeah. And yeah, sometimes like the since the vocal of like sometimes get very excited on this and she goes like, Yeah at one yeah. point. It seemed weirdly to like contradict how the instruments were playing because they were just kinda like they're kinda going down low like a more subdued version of the song and then she's sure. just trying to go up and I was like mm, I don't maybe. know if this quite matches maybe up. the energy's too high maybe 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 but I appreciate the energy because another version we're going to talk about is basically just flat the whole way through I think I know what you're talking <laughs> about <laughs> all right um yeah i don't actually have a ton to say yeah, about that one um the drums the, like there's definitely like the rhythm is different mm -hmm. uh and the rhythm i think there's more of a focus on the rhythm yeah because they're kind of is that the right is this right yeah there's more like kind of subtle changes to the rhythm right and and, and like additions of this or that i don't know if it's a new drum or what I'm not a rhythm guy yeah, I not a drummer with a song so, like this if Naughty Boy and and Tanika 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 are sort of at odds with each other. Like he's trying to put the focus on his instrumentation, right? Because he's the, the DJ, right? That's, that's his part. But he needed her on to like have people know it was Get Lucky. Because if she wasn't there singing the lyrics from Get Lucky, it would just be like a chord progression of four different chords. Yeah, and, and so I drums. If she was trying to like go hard on her vocals to like bring the attention to her. Right, maybe. Um, I don't really know. These sorts of like, like you were saying, 
this similar it seems set up to like what dj sammy would yeah. do because when we looked at that it was like dj sammy doing whatever electronic music and then like some female artist that we had never heard of yeah i shouldn't even uh, singing a cover she... song yeah. and like i i don't that's not a setup i've ever followed but mm-hmm. I, I i assume most of the uh production responsibilities are on the shoulders of Naughty Boy. Yeah. And Tanika is, is um, providing the vocals. Um, but I don't know the specifics of the relationship. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, it's, uh, it's a big world out there. It's a wild, crazy know. world. I, mean, I don't know how their relationship relationship. We come, I, I assume we'll come across more DJ with a, a singer tacked on covers as we talk about. I mean, about. there's at least two. There's got to be more. Yeah. Francesa. Let's jump into Karen Souza. This one is also just over three minutes. Yeah. Um, it is, she's a jazz singer mm-hmm. from Argentina. Thanks, the internet. Thank <laughs> you, the internet. Um, and we always thank the internet. Praise be. Yeah, Karen Souza. Karen Souza. Um, Argentinian. Very relaxed, sort of. Yeah. It kind of, kind of like loungy jazz. Yeah, that's, to I'd me. said it. it's got a sort of cabana guitar. Yeah. Oh, that's the one you were referring yeah. to. Yeah. Oh, so I did not know the one oh, you're you talking about. Oh, you the reggae one. Uh, yes, I did. <laughs> no, this one reminds me, uh, like the instrumentation actually reminds me of like Super Mario Sunshine's hotel level. Sure. When you're on like, yeah. the beach out there. Yeah, there's all, like, like sunset. There's like bright guitars, mm-hmm. uh, probably small guitars. I don't know. Um, and like blocks. They're hitting blocks. Mm-hmm. Keeping the beat, but also like kind of jazzy rhythm, but like yeah. also blocks, also blocks. Those blocks, man, it's slower. And now the the tra- well. the tra- problem with one of the notes that I have here is it refers to one of the much later versions we're going to talk about. But I think her vocals, oh. which aren't like bombastic or exciting, sure, they're very <clears throat> you know subdued. Subdued. Act like they achieve. They Control still manage even. to be interesting. Like she still moves throughout mm. the piece. Whereas a later one we'll talk about, it just doesn't move anywhere. It just stays very flat. Very flat. And yeah, I guess that's that jazz singing thing mm-hmm. going on. Especially like, and I am now realizing I don't like know exactly, but there's a lot of, as I understand, uh, you know, cross influence between South American uh, musical cultures. So like uh something that is very laid back and also jazz influenced bossa nova which is i guess more brazilian but it's all you know it's fairly relatively close together and there's cross-pollination there uh i'm sure there's some influence from from that or at least they have a common influence okay that would be my guess that's i mean you're a world music expert i did take that class that one time hell yeah oh boy yeah that's very interesting i never even thought I should probably do more research sometimes, but no, that's a good point. Yeah, this is, uh, actually, this is like a, it's a good cover. I think it still manages to, like. Yeah, this one spreads out the verses a little more. Because mm-hmm. the second verse, like, like it's three minutes, but it is also quite a bit slower. Um, so, it, I mean, the, the, the first, second verse starts about halfway through, and some of the other ones, like I was saying, got that done much earlier on um 
and this one just kind of spreads that out with the with the verses without so there's yeah. kind of less repetition of like it's probably would be less interesting to hear say up all nights to get lucky, lucky up all nights to get lucky times, yeah. in like you know jazz whatever unless you maybe yeah, so did something else all of these need to have something to keep the interest up because they're yeah. so repetitive exactly yeah i'd say this is like you're right it's <clears throat> vocally well balanced yeah like, there's enough changes through like balance throughout the song the instruments are new and fresh like we haven't heard anything like exactly like that in any other version it's a solid piece i'm not crazy about it but it's definitely i think respectable and speaking of respectable speaking let's, of respectable let's talk about aretha franklin covers. oh yeah yeah right go. vsq vsq vitamin string quartet Can you tell me about these guys? Uh, they, they play string instruments. They're not always the same four people. Okay. But I assume there's always four of them. Yeah. Uh, on account of the name. But it's all the albums were like, Vitamin String Quartet plays, hits of year, hits volume of year. Okay. one or two, volume usually. Okay. Um, and this was hits of 2013, volume I think one, not that it matters. Might have been two. Yeah, and like orchestral covers, I feel like if we consider cover songs to be a genre, then like <clears throat> orchestral covers are definitely a big subgenre. Right. Although I don't think it's technically orchestral if it's just a quartet. Yeah. What would you call that then? Just just a string. Well, it's not an orchestra. I don't really know. Maybe if you say orchestral, that just covers like just because like, like maybe orchestral doesn't mean it's an orchestra, orchestra playing but it, like, like but an like. Orchestra. It's the instruments you might expect to see yeah. in an orchestra. Um, I don't know. <laughs> you might be right on that. But yeah, like I think but, these ones uh, where yeah. it's like, you know, where you use instruments from that. Sure, an instrumental an version. Instrumental. Where it is kind of a group playing playing that yeah. sort of layered kind of arrangement. Where it is take a whole a pop song that is, you know, all this production and all these vocalists and instruments and stuff. And then just change all the instruments. So now you have to, everything still fills kind of its role. So mm -hmm. like... The bass is playing the bass part, and and you need your higher. Maybe it's a violin. I don't know. Playing the the vocal melody or whatever. Yeah. But everything is transplanted into a different into instrument. A, exactly. So yeah, these are I think a classic subgenre. Um, and there's no vocals. There's no vocals. This is uh, this is. I enjoyed this one. It's this one is the only one that dares to be longer than three minutes. <laughs> that is true. This one almost hits five minutes. Yeah. Um, it's got a similar structure obviously maybe not obviously to the original in in terms of uh verse bridge chorus verse bridge yeah. chorus and then they go into the whole second part and they mostly keep that structure because mm -hmm. they have all their stuff done in the first half or or not all their stuff all <laughs> the verses are done mm -hmm. um and then there's even a bit and i don't know this why this stood out for me but there's like a part where they they have a little I called it an interlude but I don't know if that's the right word. See, right. you always say bridge. Yeah, you I say always interlude. say interlude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, there's a part uh, right before it goes into the second verse, and yeah. I, it's very similar to something that happens in the original, which is like a little electric piano part. Right. So yeah, they kind of yeah. do that, but like it's a different little melody, mm -hmm. and uh, and then they do that second verse. We're about halfway through now, um, and then in the part where the vocoders come in, yeah, they kind of do their own. 
thing there. It was just me. Yeah. I feel like the yeah, the strongest moments of this are where they kind of do their own improvisations. Yeah, I guess you just it's that kind of adaptation of like, yeah. well, we don't obviously have voice or vocoders for our stringed instruments. Mm-hmm. So they they have a different uh, interpretation of now we need to like break it down or whatever. I don't yeah. know. And then like especially with this version <clears throat> where there are there's not even words. You need yeah. to find ways to keep it interesting because obviously each or, verse sounds sorry, the yeah. same on the yes, violin. It's just it's that same, the that same, same notes. Uh, yeah, but I guess oh, I had something cool to say, I think. Fuck. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> That's fair. Uh, yeah, I like this one, like what they do with the string pieces. We do those like sharp, yes. sharp notes. That yes, like, you can really hear the sort of friction. I'm sure, again, I'm sure there's a name for it. But there, it really feels like they're pressing into the, yeah. into the notes. Yeah, it or really something makes like for that. some powerful, like kind of and, moments and then, within the song. Right, I remember what I was gonna say. That they don't have the like percussion. Mm-hmm. So you still have to keep the rhythm going because right. it is a dance song um, without the drums, and that's tricky. Yeah, it is. Um, so I, I think they I do a, a good job of keeping it, like keeping a pace, keeping a beat to it. Yeah, and I guess I mean it's. Similar structure, mm-hmm. very, very, uh, stay pretty close to the structure, but they do manage to keep that up, and uh, and then they do their little breakdown uh, for up all night to get up all night to get, except of course they're not saying anything, right? And uh, and then they do the the counterpoint thing, right? Yeah, but it, all instrumentally, so they have the uh, the bridge and the and the chorus playing at the same time yeah and that's cool that is very cool this is a this is a very good version i might have still made it a little shorter yeah i think they cut out pretty much a lot of the repetition yeah because like you said it's maybe a little more interesting to hear it spoken repeatedly than 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 just to hear the melody played and i agree with that and it they yeah maybe could have shortened it a little bit cut out a bit more of that but i, I don't think it's too bad i i, I think it works yeah i, I, don't, think, I don't think it overstays like it its welcome my or anything so yeah. yeah this is stereo dub and Melissa, or maybe it's pronounced Melissa, but someone should tell Melissa how to spell her name. Yeah. That's, that's not the sound of Melissa. Melissa. Or maybe it is not Melissa. What can you tell me about case, stereo dub and Melissa? Um, it's not the only reggae version, but it's the only one I listen to. Was there more reggae versions? Uh, according to the internet, yes. Yeah, fair enough. There's like a, there's a, like a ton of like semi covers. There's a lot like, of covers of this song. Yeah. That's why we're doing it. Exactly. And one time Florence of Florence and the Machine apparently just sang it like cool. at a concert. <laughs> so yeah. She floored everyone. She hey. Floored everyone. Everyone. Florence. So yeah, this is a reggae version. Ah. My first right. note for this is oh yeah, that's reggae. Oh, that is reggae. I think that there's like maybe also bongos in this. I don't know. Drums. Yeah, like steel drums, maybe. Is that more reggae? Uh, I don't think steel drums sound like bongos. But they might be steel drums. Um, I don't remember. <laughs> um, they sp- I said the verses are spread out. Do you know what that means? You, you said it was spread out? Yeah. Are you talking about uh, the verses again? Uh, yes. Yeah, this version, 
I honestly, for me, and I, especially because I thought it was done in 2018, I thought it kind of fit this idea I was going to talk about. But it's very much just like a, a what if this song was this genre, and then you just throw a reggae just backing track on genre. it, and you're like, now it's yeah. This well, genre. like 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 we were mentioning before, this song. You can really just the chord progression. I don't know if the chord progression is necessarily unique. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, probably not, just because I don't even know what would make yeah, a chord progression very unique. Difficult to make a unique um, chord progression. Uh, and it seems to be distinctive because they all have it. Mm-hmm. They all have the same one, and like it kind of sounds like once you hear it, you're like, yeah, this is that song. Yeah. So I don't know if maybe it was just. It's just, you know, one of those earworms that, that, that sticks with you. But, like, musically, it's pretty much that. Like, it's that chord progression mm-hmm. uh, in, in large part. So this has that chord progression, but in a reggae context. Yeah. That's, like, just like, essentially just all like the, to the table. Just like the Hailstorm version had that chord progression in a, a metal context. Yeah, but where I found Hailstorm's version interesting and, like different this one fails to hold my interest um i wouldn't say that i had strong feelings about this version Mm -hmm. at least in like for the hailstorm one i could definitely say that the vocals were a big draw yeah whereas in this one it's got that easygoing reggae thing so that's your that's your bag maybe this but is like even looking too, at but... other songs we've talked about like here comes the night which has a reggae version wow. that version did i think a lot more with the song than this version does with this song uh, could you elaborate on that because i'm not exactly sure i don't remember it you don't remember it it's the one where i remember uh, like i listened to it i don't remember what you mean by changed it well necessarily. it's so you like you get your standard reggae instruments going and maybe it makes sure. more sense because they played like actual notes from the song in a reggae style. Right. They right. alter. They made it uh, two singers at one point. You might recall. I might. The female is like, um, "Fucking leave me alone" or whatever, and because she's like, "I'm gonna lie to him just like I lied to you." Like they did different things with it. They changed up the vocal track. Like they made interesting choices besides just going. Now it's reggae. Whereas this one, they really just went like, here's some reggae instruments. Here's a lady singing fucking the name of this song, Get Lucky. And there was a lady called Melisa. That's right. So yeah, for me, this, Melisa, know, this version just comes off as uninspired. It reminds me also of like when yeah, Rod Stewart just... throws a cover on. Yeah, as much as it's a reggae version of the song. Yeah, that's that's all I'm saying. So that's cool. Um, from that mm. one, where do we go? I've uh, got 2015 LEJ. LEJ. I'll be so when this one started out, LEJ is a French band. En français. Interesting enough. The en only français. French band to cover French pop duo, Daft Punk. Daft Punk. Or at least that we're going to talk about. At least that we're going to talk about. Uh, when this one started, I was like, oh, it's a worse version of a uh, Vitamin String Quartet. Because it's... Yes, because it comes in with just like a cello. Yeah. And, and maybe violins, probably. I think there are cello and two violins or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. And it's... Maybe there's one, a guitar What as well. it does is it, once they hit the first 
They're uh, a trio. Do we say they're a trio? No, Their names are L, E, and J. That's right. But there's names attached to those names initials. We can look them up. L- Lucy. <laughs> oh, shit. Elisa. Elisa. I don't really know how that accent works. And Juliet. 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 Okay, yeah. I like. I was I'm sure it is not pronounced Juliet. Ready to write this song off. And then they hit the first like chorus. Yes. And things start to jump And now, up. see, in my notes, this is after another one we're going to talk about later. Mm-hmm. But I compared them directly. And I was like, this is way better way to do this thing than, yeah. than the other one because uh it, it's kind of well we're talking about orchestral covers where you know you're using these kind of i i would say classical acoustic instruments mm-hmm. uh to cover but but it has a lot more interest in this one um because not just because of the french accents oh yeah which you can notably <laughs> hear when they sing which i thought yes. was cool but there's there's more stuff there's more more interesting stuff going on, like a cello, and then well, let's see. Um, structurally, that comes in pretty similar. They mm-hmm. sing the first verse, sing the bridge. Yeah, and then the second verse is another one of them. I believe a different one of them singing, much lower. And I thought that was interesting. Yeah, for a female vocalist, don't I don't hear that a lot. No, and they singing do so down many low. interesting things with the vocals on this. And the harmonies. Yeah. Which I harmonize. believe is probably what you're referring to. Yeah, they throw some they throw a little growl on some of the lines, you know? Yes. They they definitely take advantage of the repetitive nature of the words to play with their voices. And that's what holds interest in this version, I think, mostly. Yeah. And it also repeats the first verse. Mm-hmm. Which we have seen before, I believe. I'm getting my order's mixed up, maybe. Yeah. But um, and but the first time they sing the first verse is higher, mm-hmm. higher register, whatever. And then the second time is the lower. And then they go into a bunch more uh, harmonization. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, then there's the two, at least the two, vocal parts kind of going. I, I believe at the same time they do the. Yeah. Do they? Let me see. Uh, higher again for bridge. Well, it's kind of right. So then the second verse uh, does the low vocals, and then the bridge is the higher voice, and then and then there's kind of harm or uh, in harmony of uh, harmonizing. Mm-hmm. That's the word that for <laughs> for the verse, the verse, verse, and then they repeat the first verse. So yeah, there's a lot more changing of like this person singing, this person singing. Now they're harmonizing. This is yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, and there's a cello. I think at least vocally, this may be. It's like it's tough between these people and uh, Hailstorm. Like, so I'm just, I mean, it's a very different vocal yeah. style. So I'd say they're both pretty strong. Uh, also, fun fact: all three of these women are our age, so oh, wow. we can feel good about ourselves for where we are in I life. Mean, do they have a podcast that has five subscribers? Mm, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. not. <laughs> <laughs> Will we after this episode? <laughs> maybe not. It could be a sharp drop, I think. <laughs> But yeah, love this version. Um, from here we move to. Do we finally hit Lynn? I believe. Lynn Brickell. Lynn. Close enough. <laughs> All right, so she's Swedish. I, so here's my question for you. Um, why did you pick this one, and how did you even find out about it? Because this... Just, was it, it was on, on Spotify. Spotify? Yeah. Okay, so she just seems to be some, like, 
random Swedish singer, yeah, like artist who's maybe like not even that successful. Like her, her first thing it brought up for me was Facebook her Instagram. Page. Yeah, she had an Instagram uh, where you could see her playing guitar in some pictures, mm-hmm. and like, how does she play the guitar with those nails? I don't know. Also. I mean, it's like Dolly Parton. How does Dolly Parton? She's got the nails, but I don't know, man. Oh, man. I like if like I don't like play play guitar, but if I ever play guitar, mm-hmm. and my nails are like a bit long, I'm like, oh fuck, <laughs> give me that, give me that nail clipper. I can't get close enough to this fretboard. It is a nightmare. Oh yeah, I'm even a I keep, little. I too still long. keep my nails super short, just because of like that brief time in my life. I'm like, I'm a guitar player. <laughs> <laughs> play the guitar every day. Every day. Every single day. Yeah, I keep going through that phase like again and again. I'm like, now I'm gonna play guitar. And no. I play it for a day, and I'm like, oh right, I'm bad at it. <laughs> ah shit, fuck. But in any case, ah uh, yeah, holy shit, nails. Oh uh, yeah, she got them nails. And um, and yes, yeah, so I mean, like just looking into her background or trying to find, there's not a ton about her other than that. If you go to her Facebook page, she likes Ghost Rider. Oh, like the film? The film. Like the, the Nicholas Cage I from believe Ghost the Rider. The second film. This she likes Ghost Rider too. But well Return to Ghost it Rider. It might just be a, <laughs> a Ghost Rider uh, Facebook page and the symbol might be the second film. But she does seem to like Ghost Rider and also like idol shows. Okay. Or maybe just one idol show called Idol. Okay. Which I believe is Idol as in I D O L, not like I D O L. Yeah, like American Idol. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I guess or yeah. Canadian Idol, which is where we're from. That's right. Shout out Canada. Shout out. So this is a, another one that I would argue is a classic subgenre. Yeah, of the let's, cover. Let's talk industry. about the actual music now. Acoustic covers. Acoustic covers by less successful artists. Yeah. That's. Um. Yeah. So this is. Uh. Did I say you're Swedish? Yeah. Yeah. It's a slow acoustic version. Mm-hmm. She loses some consonants. Oh. Probably just an accent thing. Yeah, it could But it does kind of sound like she says, good fun. <laughs> I don't want to make fun of anyone for their I accents. I feel bad for like dunking on some Swedish girl who has 100 likes on Facebook. I know. I don't know. Maybe she's super successful in some circles. possible. I couldn't I mean, get... We've I heard of her. Dig, I didn't dig deep enough. No. So to get that information. My, my big takeaway from this one is like, what if we took the original and made both the instruments and vocals boring? Yes. Because <laughs> like I was like, in terms of like a stripped down version, we have talked about better versions mm-hmm. of like slower, like when we're talking about Karen Souza, the vocals were much more interesting. Yeah. Uh, and and it did it even it did have that rhythmic interest. And this is like, let's just. Singing with yeah, that guitar. Just, exactly. And there's, like, no emotion behind her singing. Ah, uh, well, yeah. Hmm. Like, it's just... There's, there's, some, there's some picking. There's some picking. Some picking, maybe. Maybe there's it's no, finger picking. There's no picking, rise or know. fall in this piece, though. There's never a moment where you're like, oh, now we're switching up. It's just... It just goes flat. It's like, we're up... I assume she's the one playing the guitar in this. Yeah, I would Instagram so. implied she plays the guitar plays by the showing guitar. her holding a guitar. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it was a picture. You can't really tell she's playing it necessarily <laughs> you can see that she's holding it though mm-hmm. and appearing to play it i assume she played it yeah 
it's not a super interesting version. It's, yeah, there's not a lot to say. It's, when we get to the end, we're going to talk about what our favorites were. I mean, we might They're as well just... They're not going to be this one. This we, is going to probably win least favorite. We could probably transition easily and just, yeah, say it right now. Right now. This I'm, is my least favorite I'm, version. <laughs> Confidently, I, don't mind I can saying say it. this is the worst cover I've listened we're to. We're going to be very biased against, like... Strip down cover versions done by female artists. I don't or necessarily know why. <laughs> I know for some reason my brain is saying female artists, but like, just like, I'm equal opportunities hate. It's just like it's such a lazy. It's one. It's almost lazier than doing a straight version of it. You know, just like completely doing the same thing. Which, yeah, yeah. Because this one, you're actually like, I could play the song, but what if I played less of it? Yeah, <laughs> this is just yeah. It's the chord progression. <sighs> Maybe and like yeah. there, are, we're gonna find because I know there are stripped down covers of songs that are actually very good. Yeah, we've probably talked about some of them. Like, there's a reason people do it, and it's because it can be beneficial to the True. song. True, it but can take or 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 sort of highlight particular yeah, can aspects. Emphasize certain emphasize. parts. Emphasize—that's yeah. a word. That's Hi- a good I one. Highlights probably better. Highlight. No, I liked emphasize. Yeah. No, you had a no. You no. had a good oh, word. God, I love you so much. No, you had a good word. But yeah, this is not. As, as the kids say, this is not it, Chief. <laughs> no. Sorry, Lynn. Um, I didn't listen to any of your other music. But Sorry, Lynn. But also, shout-outs keep making music. I don't want to yeah. <laughs> tell you not to I do what you're doing. I don't want to I don't know what your situation is. I don't want to be discouraging. But, but as a, a person I know would say, be better. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have for that. So let's jump right in from that. We've already discussed our least favorite. We What's have. your favorite version of this song? My favorite version of this song? There were, there were a lot of solid covers, I think. Yeah, I think there's actually a, um, a respectable... Just because like, there's a lot of them I liked, mm-hmm. but for kind of different reasons. Like... I'm not going to listen to the Hailstorm version and the Karen Souza version and the L.E.J. version for the same reasons. Fair. You know. So what? which one did I like the most? Is uh, Do you have one so I can think yeah, about here, this for I'll, longer? I'll, I'll, I'll fucking talk on this. You like, talk on, on this. And there then, could, uh, I could make an argument for the original being the best, but I honestly think it's pretty six solid. minutes is too fucking long it is pretty long and i get it like if you're dancing I yeah guess. or and like honestly with daft punk if you're studying or something put on that 10 minute remix that's something to throw on in the background yeah. and just kind of have play but that's not what i want from that and that's why i think better versions of this for me i would say it's a toss-up between hailstorm and uh lej because those ones brought i think the, mo- like the most the vocals interest were exciting yeah to me i have not i have no conflict add to this yeah i think for me what it comes down to is i actually like hated the start of lej's i was like oh this is gonna be a piece for of a shit minute well i think i listened to it like right i i heard it and i was like oh yeah we did we did this we yeah. did the vitamin string quartet exactly now we're doing something similar we we did vsq now we're doing lej, LEJ. yeah exactly kind of thing but their version comes around like pretty hard after that intro but for just consistency throughout i gotta say hailstorm i think is my favorite it comes in it does some fun things with the instruments the vocals are like right up in your face and hailstorm does good things with the vocals yeah, yeah. i think that's like for me i'm very much into that and it's three minutes it's in and out yep it's a quick one. So that's my favorite version of this song. It's a quick one. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw it to Karen Souza, for uh, for being a good laid back 
more yeah. more laid back version. It's there. I do like a lot. Uh, about it's got that, that kind of. It's got. I uh, now like. I wish I had the words to describe the rhythm. I assume it, it it just sounds a little more jazzy, but also a little South American. Yeah, it's just like it's just. It's don't know the name you can really of it. Sink into and just like relax. Yeah, like I was saying, makes you feel a little bossa nova, mm-hmm. which is always a good thing. So that's that's my version. That hell. I'm gonna say. I respect that choice. Right now, in this moment, mm-hmm. is my favorite. We're gonna have you doing a correction every week. Yeah, like actually, I know, I know, I said Karen Souza, and at the time, yeah, I guess it was kind of true. But like Lej, really, just they had those, they had that cello, they had that cello. I'm like cello. Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm about. Oh. Cello. Cello. All right, let's take it into our bonus segment, Taking which I'm excited to discuss yes, today. This um, is a, a classic battle of the band. Battle of the band. Or producers? Battle of, <laughs> battle of the pop duo the slash duo. group performance. And we're gonna t- we're talking about fucking my guy, Manuel, Manuel. de Homo Cristo. Yes. Versus Thomas Bangleton. Okay, I don't know I don't know which is which. Who. So I'm gonna call it Silver Robot and Gold Robot. Okay, which one's Silver Robot? The one that's Silver. <laughs> the one that has okay, like... Okay, the... oh, so we don't know whose so, name is Silver. Yeah, I'll right. fucking show you a picture. No, no, I, I, uh, I got the pictures. Yeah, yeah, I got the yeah, pictures yeah. here. I see I see this picture of them at the Tron Legacy premiere. Oh, that's right. We didn't even discuss the Tron Legacy. We that's did not. Right. I almost brought it up when we were talking about my brother because he really right. likes the Tron Legacy soundtrack. Uh, okay, but not the movie? No, I, I think, think he likes the movie likes as the well. Movie. Oh, okay. It was a fine movie. Like, it's fine. Fair enough. I think. Yeah. I don't know. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there right away. I think the gold robot has a, an advantage in visibility. He's got a bigger. Like, that was literally space. the only point I had. That's the only <laughs> point. I had. Here's my point though: gold, soft metal. Okay. Compared to silver. So this is how we're all right. Sure, but what if it's actually brass and platinum? Ooh. Same thing, I think. <laughs> I don't know. Also, so I, I like I know fuck all, but I'm gonna say this. The silver robot, he's I think taller for one, so he's got better. He is range. definitely taller, um, and his his he's more protected on the dome. If you get one good crack on that dude's visor, which it's basically all visor, true, you're gonna That's see his str- true identity. So here's the other thing in terms of like, uh, do their gloves have the same flexibility? Because if Gold Robot, mm-hmm. um, like needs to get a little bit more, a little bit more give, he's got a little bit more give in his parts. So, like, if he needs to move somewhere that maybe he wasn't necessarily built to move, hmm. uh, is he going to have that more leniency? Is Like, if it, if it comes down to it, is he going to be the one to get out of the out of the scrape? Right. Maybe he doesn't have the advantage the other time, but right. once he's in the corner, uh-huh. maybe he's just got that extra flexibility that you just don't get with a harder part. Right. I don't know. I, I just feel like at that point, though, with metal flexing, if you have to flex your way out, you're getting to the point where you're just going to break. <laughs> maybe. But maybe if you're soft enough, you don't. Maybe. I don't know, man. What do you... We're getting into... To, so, the other thing is um, Silver Robot's got a mouth. Mm-hmm. So, is that a is that a vulnerability? Or is that That's an opening. Bite with it? Uh, it doesn't look like it can move. Yeah, it's kind of like a... But like maybe a, it can shoot darts or something. Ooh. So darts. I, I don't know. <laughs> I've never designed a You're robot. Right. Well, they both have these like two knobs on the side of their thing, like on the sides of their head. I don't know. Silver robots' features. knobs are bigger. Oh, you know what? They're supposed to be headphones. That makes sense. 
Silver robots headphones are bigger. Yeah. Headphone knobs, ear knobs are larger, mm-hmm. uh, which maybe means that he can be grabbed more easily as well. Oh yeah, that's a good gripping point. Um, he's also got a visor, uh, whereas. Um, gold robot's helmet is a little bit smoother. Yeah. I think he would be more difficult to get a handle on. That's true. Um, just because I, even if he is a little bit more vulnerable because he's more glass than metal, uh, you're going to slide right off that glass. Right. If you, if you and if, if it's like it. high-quality glass, it might still be hard to crack yeah. that sucker. I mean, it looks thick. And you just, can't just see that, through it. He can, dark. I, I assume he can see all of it all at once you know i have i assume as yeah i mean he's got it's, it's wide open but we have to assume that all the eye areas are that that is that's their vision see. yeah now uh, he also in the music video he's playing drums okay whereas the silver robot's playing bass right you would probably need the extra visibility so you could see all of your drums mm-hmm. in the kit. and but here's the question that like for human beings that would mean the drummer is probably stronger because that, that's a more physical effort but Perhaps. for robots, doesn't that just mean like there's more wear and tear? Mm. He does probably need more maintenance if he, if there's more uh, motion. Mm-hmm. So, well, are they fighting after a show? Yeah, let's say they're fighting right after a show. Okay. Um, so potentially, if neither of them have had time uh, for a pit stop in between, who knows where it could... Oh, damn. Uh, this is a tough one. I think, ultimately... I think Silver Robot, even if he is a little bit more protected, ultimately has more vulnerabilities because he's easier to grab. He's a little bigger, though, but mm-hmm. he's not a lot bigger. Not a lot. So I don't think he has a huge size advantage. Um, they're, they look very similar. Like, he's maybe a, a couple inches bigger. I don't, like, I don't watch, I'm not, like, into fights, but I don't think a couple inches is a huge advantage. Um, but he does have, he has a bit of reach, but I don't think the reach is going to do much because there's not really, I guess it's harder to get, It'll be easier for Gold Robot to get Silver Robot in, in a grab, I think, just because mm. he's got he's got ridges. And you know what? In this picture I'm looking at, Gold Robot already has his dukes up. <laughs> <laughs> he's ready to go. He, he can knock that dude right out right now. Yeah. Is this – does Silver Robot have his arms crossed? That's correct. That's a rookie mistake for a fight because – Oh, yeah. Like, you got to uncross him before you yeah, can do anything. you're basically tying yourself up. You know what? I think even though Gold has some pretty clear weaknesses – I feel like he has the spirit of a fighter. Yeah, he's probably scrappy. He's a little yeah, shorter, but it's little shorter. enough exactly. enough to, like, yeah, I, I got to give it to Gold Robot. Yeah, you swayed me. That's... Because Silver Robot, like, on first at first glance, he's got a cool visor. Mm-hmm. And maybe, like, okay, Gold Robot, unless Silver Robot's mouth is a dark shooter oh, yeah, of so some like sort. If... Or, like, if, if, there's, if there's projectiles coming out of that mouth, that could really stem the tide. But... I think probably projectiles of any sort could really stem the tide of a fight. Mm-hmm. So, um, oh, cool. I just got invited over to my mom. My mom just invited me over for dinner. Nice. Um, anyway, back here. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to give it to gold. Yeah, I, it's got to be gold. If you all have a different opinion on how this fight should have turned out. Um, Unless Silver has a gun. Unless Silver has a gun. <laughs> no, okay. All right. <laughs> We're maybe going a little. You know, deep. give us give us some more input. Tell us things about metal. Just uh, hashtag Battle of the yeah. Band at Jake the Cressy. Tell us Twitter. that it's brass or an alloy of yeah. copper and zinc. Tell us why we're idiots, and then ask us a question for us to answer. Yeah. Like, ask us why are we idiots? Maybe we know. Maybe, maybe we, know. we don't. Maybe, maybe don't. you could know. We can talk about it though. 
So this is it. This is today's episode of Cover Me. Cover. I've been Jake Cressy, and this has been... Um, Alex Mildenberger. And as we always say, keep them covered. On the ice. <laughs>